Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr. Welcome to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. We're coming to the close of another year and getting ready to make the most of a brand new year. For me, this is a time of gratitude and excitement. I'm so thankful to have spent a year talking money matters and sharing wealthy thinking with you. And I'm really excited about what you will do with that information and inspiration in the year to come. In that spirit, this special year-end edition of Money Matters Wealthy Thinking will bring you the best advice of our guest experts of the past year to help you have a happy and hopefully prosperous new year. These are powerful insights from some of the world's top wealthy thinkers, all of whom are committed to helping you to get free of debt, master your finances, and create real wealth and abundance for your life and for future generations. Also, for every piece of wisdom shared on this podcast, I will tell you which podcast to check out to hear the full interview from that expert. If you are really ready and committed to making changes in your finances to live your best life in the new year, this is the episode of Money Matters Wealthy Thinking that is sure to get you motivated to take action. One of the lessons of the past year is that it's so important for you to carry into the new year a conscious, aware mindfulness about how you're spending your money. Money coach, author, and financial behaviorist Jackette Timmons President and CEO of Sterling Investment Management and the author of Financial Intimacy, How to Create a Healthy Relationship with Your Money and Your Mate, stresses going beyond the numbers to focus on your feelings and habits about money. So Duke University did a study and from this study, they concluded that 40% of how you and I and everybody listening live our lives is based on habits that we don't even think about. So when you get up in the morning, you don't have to say, oh, I need to brush my teeth. You just automatically do it. And so since so much of how we live our lives is on autopilot, think about how that probably spills over into what you do with your money and you don't even think about it. So just choose one day and be really intentional about every single time you think about money or you do something with your money. Write it down on a piece of paper so that it's not about me convincing you. It's not about you convincing the person or anybody else. When you track and you say, oh, I did X and this is what was going on and this is how much I spent. Again, it's not about even creating a budget or tracking your dollars per se. It's really tracking the choices that you are making or the ones that you aren't making as well that might be money related. That, I think, is a way of you coming into your own awareness about the value of focusing on your behavior and not just the numbers. Because look, at the end of the day, two plus two is going to always equal four. Yes. Bottom line, you cannot change your financial habits if you are not really aware of them. It is critical to your financial health and wealth building capacity to be truly mindful about your money in the new year. To learn more from Jacquette Timmons about understanding your financial habits and behaviors, you need to check out our Money Matters Wealthy Thinking Podcast number 16. Next up, one of the top personal financial educators in America, and in my book, the undisputed champion of getting rid of and controlling debt, is Lynette Kalfani-Cox. This highly sought-after speaker and media expert is the author of several must-read books, 
including the best-selling classic, Zero Debt. Kalfani Cox explains why it's important that you release any guilt you might be carrying about the money mistakes and the financial setbacks of the past year. So that way you can be free to take action to improve your finances in the year to come. The first thing I think that people need to do is to stop blaming themselves to the extent that it prevents them from taking positive action. You know, I coach a lot of people and I hear people say all the time, and frankly, most of them are very well educated. They'll say, oh my God, I have an MBA or I have a degree. How could I have been so stupid? How could I have gotten myself into this financial hole? And they're beating themselves up so bad that sometimes it's preventing them from taking positive action and moving forward. Now, what I know about people who are in debt, and again, having written about this and talking about it and coaching people extensively, I know that the bottom line is that there's two groups of folks who are deep in debt. The first group are those who were classic money managers who, who, who mismanaged their finances or who were overspenders. And frankly, I was in that category when I was in debt. Um, the second group of consumers, though, who are in debt are those who've fallen into circumstances, what I call the dreaded Ds, downsizing, a divorce, a death in the family of the, you know, the main breadwinner, disability or disease. So anytime one of those five things happens in your life or happens to you directly, it can totally throw your finances out of whack and force you to live on plastic. And of course, those people are going to wind up in debt. So I try to take the judgment and the blame. I do believe in holding yourself accountable. You're not off the hook because at the end of the day, nobody's going to care about your finances more than you do. So you have to say, I need to own this in the end. But give yourself some leeway, some breathing room. Don't just beat yourself up and, and say, oh man, I was so stupid because that's just going to keep you locked in the past. It's all about looking forward. It's good to hold yourself accountable, but punishing yourself is never the answer. Check out Money Matters Wealthy Thinking Podcast numbers 33 through 37 to get more great advice from Lynette Confani Cox on getting rid of debt in the year to come. Next, I want you to focus on the idea that your personal wealth begins with your ability to leverage your earning power and to see yourself as the CEO of a company called YOU. Listen up to important insights on this topic shared by career coach and NK Web Group founder, Nicole K. Webb, a human resource pro, entrepreneur, and author of the Workplace Playbook, strategies to help new employees win in their careers. Instead of, you know, aspiring to be a CEO of someone else's company, you first needed to start with being the CEO of your own knowledge, skills, and abilities and leveraging them in a way in which you can secure any career opportunity of your choice. But it starts with you having the appropriate mindset of knowing your value, knowing what you're worth, and knowing exactly what opportunities you want to pursue. So that's how I came up with the concept of folks needing to be the CEO of their own career first before they seek out different opportunities of their choosing. No matter what you do for a living, Getting paid as much as you can for the value you bring will be a critical component of your financial health in the new year and beyond. To learn more from Nicole K. Webb about how to maximize your earning power, you want to go back and listen to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking podcast number 12. You're listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. We'll be back in a moment with more of the best advice from our wealthy thinkers 
in celebration of this special year-end edition of our podcast. Support for Money Matters Wealthy Thinking and the following message come from State Farm, who knows that many Americans struggle with their finances and most have never been taught how to manage them. Starting today, State Farm wants to change that by giving people the tools, help, and education they need to take control of their money, putting financial well-being within the reach of everyone. Now, you can find out more at letstarttoday.com. State Farm, here to help life go right. We're celebrating the final episode of the podcast for the year with the best advice from our wealthy thinkers, the top experts on finances, business, and wealth creation for you to carry into the new year. Next up, to prosper in the year to come, you need to adopt an entrepreneurial mindset. There's no one better to explain what that means than entrepreneur, speaker, author, and scholar, Dr. Randall Pinkett, the chairman and CEO of BCT Partners, who first came to national attention as the season four winner of NBC's reality TV show, The Apprentice. Entrepreneurship is not just something you do, it's a way that you think. And think about it two ways. You could be an entrepreneur, but not think like an entrepreneur. And you may not be an entrepreneur, but still think the way entrepreneurs think. It's a mindset. So I've met people I would describe as entrepreneurial librarians entrepreneurial professors, entrepreneurial teachers, entrepreneurial doctors, because they bring five characteristics to the way that they think. The first is creativity, a clever or inventive approach to whatever you do. Second is resourcefulness, knowing how to make something out of nothing, or what Tupac said, make a dollar out of 15 cents, stay legit, and still pay your rent. Third is courage, the belief you can achieve whatever your mind can conceive. Not, not everybody has that courage. Fourth is resilience, the ability to overcome any challenge. And then last, not least, perhaps most importantly, is passion, boundless enthusiasm for whatever you pursue. When you embody those five characteristics, creativity, resourcefulness, courage, resilience, and passion, then you think the way entrepreneurs think. Listen. If Randall Pinkett can't get you fired up enough to pursue your dreams with courage and passion for the new year, I just don't know who can. You can hear the rest of my conversation with him about how to prosper by thinking like an entrepreneur by listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking Podcast number 17, 18, and 19. Finally, I'm going to take the liberty of closing out this year-end edition of Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with my own thoughts for the new year. I want you to constantly challenge and change your negative beliefs about money and to change your mindset from one of poverty to one of prosperity. Now, there's no guarantee that believing you're destined to be rich alone will make you wealthy. But believing you're destined to be poor all but guarantees a life of lack. A big part of changing the way you think about money is challenging what we've been told and too often tell ourselves about money. Some examples. You will always be broke. Poverty is your communities, your families, your races, your genders, destiny. Here's the truth. No matter who you are, you can choose to adopt money habits that result in the accumulation of wealth and a positive net worth over time, even if the process is not completed in your lifetime. Changing your belief 
to one of wealth's attainability and communicating and demonstrating your faith in that belief to your family and others in your sphere of influence can result in a transition from persistent lack to increasing abundance from generation to generation. Here's another belief you need to challenge. Money, credit, investing, and other financial concepts are just too difficult to understand. People who believe this rarely bother to try and give up the pursuit of financial literacy at the first sign of difficulty, ultimately fulfilling the prophecy. Here's the truth. You can become financially literate. No matter how difficult it is in the beginning, as is the case with learning anything new and unfamiliar, it does get easier over time. Once you believe that, your eyes will open to the plethora of self-education resources, from magazines like Black Enterprise, to websites, to books, and financial experts on every media platform, and even in your own community. All are available to you. My wish for you in the new year is that you will believe in your ability to improve your finances and build wealth, and that you will continue to make your financial education a priority. I am so thankful to all of the amazing wealthy thinkers who shared their wisdom and expertise as guests on the podcast over the past year. Also, I deeply appreciate my team at America Urban Radio Networks for their invaluable support, including the production, promotion, and distribution of this podcast, and especially my ace producer, Anthony Richards. Most of all, whether this was your first time listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking or you've been riding with me from day one, I am extremely grateful to you for being a part of my audience and more importantly, for taking your money matters seriously. I wish you nothing but love, life, peace, and abundance for the new year. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions you'd like Alfred to address, send an email to alfrededmondjr at gmail.com. That's alfrededmondjr at gmail.com. Or you can follow and direct message him on Instagram and Twitter at alfrededmondjr. Be sure to get Alfred's latest free ebook, Buy Love, Get Trouble, Sell Love, Get Screwed. How decisions in pursuit of sex, love, and relationships impact your career, business, and financial success. You'll find it at grownzone.com forward slash buy love, get trouble. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.